All right, before we dive into all the happenings around the world, don't forget, if you're interested in gold or silver, go check out Money Metal Exchanges. Again, a good starting point, silver, the nine-piece silver starter kit. Um, again, talk to your financial advisor. Call these people up, ask them, find out if it, what's right for you because everyone's different. But, again, they're, I've had nothing but great experiences every time I've contacted them, ordered from them. So, go, check them out. I mean, if you want to help support the channel, buy something from them. At a minimum, call them up, ask them what they're all about. With that, alright, coming from DW. German president calls far-right surge and polls worrying. So, what do they consider far-right? Traditional parties need to offer solutions to combat far-right fear-mongering. Been a surge. Uh, what's one of the states just elected? It's what they can. What is it? The surge of far right alternatives, alternative for Germany party. Worrying. You know they use fear mongering. So they should have a boom of problem solving, not a boom of fear mongers. Poll, let's see. The AFD polled at 20% in recent nationwide survey, making it the second most popular party. It goes through all this stuff, but it really doesn't say, you know, what makes them far right. Which again, so... In most countries around the world, the traditional liberal stance on stuff, you know, like abortion, um, was it legal, safe, and rare, like that stance, is considered far right in most countries. Oh my God, Germany cracked down on a prepper group because they were far right. All right, DW. Biden arrives in London ahead of NATO summit. So Joe Biden's set to meet with the Prime Minister of the UK. Um, has what began his three-nation European trip. So this had the NATO summit. Um, Biden calls for Sweden and NATO during whatever. So again, trying to get more members into NATO, as well as the other big push is going to be the Ukraine, supporting of Ukraine. Although he did say Ukraine was not ready for NATO membership. IDW again. U.S.-China relations on sure footing, Yellen says. So the U.S. Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, finished up her trip to Beijing saying that the two countries are stabilizing relations. Tech, trade, Taiwan, and other issues have complicated U.S.-China ties. Okay. Why is our Treasury Secretary going over and talking with China? Is it because China's buying a crap ton of gold? 
because the BRICS nations are looking at going to a gold-backed currency that will completely destroy the fiat currencies of the world? Who knows? All right, NATO. Secretary General. Had the summit. Will make Ukraine stronger. Reinforce NATO's deterrence and defense. Woo! Right? We will send a clear message. NATO stands united. And Russia's aggression will not pay. Um... Let's see, they are, so in order to be in NATO, you got to pledge 2% of your GDP. 2% of your GDP needs to go to NATO. Estimates that released today show the real increase of 8.3% for European allies and Canada. Majority of the countries in NATO aren't paying their 2%, and now they've got an increase of 8.3% to pay. Awesome, right? RT, NATO divided over cost of supplying Ukraine. Coming from Politico. U.S.-led block, blah, 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 blah. Some disagreements on how much NATO should actually supply to Kiev. Basically, you know, being the address, the, just kicking it down the road. Just keep throwing money at it and until it solves itself and let the future generations solve it, right? It's pretty much how the U.S. lives life these days. RT. Moscow blasts France's pledge to ramp up aid to Ukraine. So, France is going to start increasing the amount of armaments that they're giving to Ukraine after you know they were told that their stuff sucks. Of course. Whatever. A bunch of... So, my prediction is... You're going to start seeing a... Divide in NATO. You're already starting to see it a little bit. But you're going to start seeing it more. Where... Countries are going to slow. So the U.S. will keep sending stuff. England, these countries that aren't directly reliant on Russia for anything, will keep sending whatever they can, as much as they can, to Ukraine, where these countries that are dependent on Russia for, you know, natural gas, other trades, things like that, you're going to start seeing them wane, especially as we're going into this next winter where they need more supplies. They're going to need more natural gas. They're going to need more everything. So you're going to start seeing the divide of how resilient they really are. And again, having rifts at NATO is not going to be good for anybody in the NATO block. That's just my prediction. We'll see. I'm hoping I'm wrong, and I'm hoping that this stupid crap just ends sooner rather than later. The best possible outcome for everybody involved. Whatever that is, I don't care at this point. Alright, Mil Military Times. Russia reported intercepting a missile over Annex Crimea. This is coming from the Associated Press. 
So the Russian installed authority in Crimea Peninsula said that they downed a cruise missile. Saying that, whatever. Russia's saying they took down a cruise missile. And it's kind of being downplayed that it was not nothing major, right? The West is playing it down like it's nothing major. Whatever. Don't really care. Russia's saying they downed a missile. Ukraine's saying we didn't launch a missile. One of those ones where you did it yourself, which again showed a video where Russia to test their new anti-missile system on their Navy ships, launch a cruise missile from one naval ship at another one. Now, granted, was there a warhead on it? Probably not. But the fact was they still launched a missile, which I was like, that's freaking badass. Now, for us to test our missile systems, at least the battery that we used on the ship that I was on, we flew a drone. And we launch a battery, a handful. And funny thing was, everybody, like everyone standing around me, these younger ranking guys that didn't know what the hell was going on, like, oh, we missed, we missed. I was like, we're shooting a fifty thousand dollar rocket at a half million dollar drone. You really think they're going to let us shoot down a half million dollar drone with the rocket? I was like, no. I was like, watch, the drone drops the beacon that the missile's supposed to track, which it did. All that to say, I don't need, like, the shit that's coming out of Russia, Ukraine, I don't believe any of it anymore. For all I know, Russia shot their own missile and shot it down and said, hey, they're shooting missiles. Whatever. This one. It's coming from Pravda, Russia. So, again, this is, I don't know if this is Russia state-run. It's definitely probably more on the propaganda side. I love reading like some of these articles because they're just hilarious how they write them. But after obtaining Storm Shadow missile, Russia prepares unpleasant surprise to the West. So apparently, the Russian military from Bars 11 Volunteer Detachment of the Tsar's Wolves seized a British Storm Shadow cruise missile. The head of the Tsar Wolf military said they said that they in the field disassembled and removed the high explosives, the commutative parts, and the control unit, folded in the wings for easy access, and transported all back to Moscow. And they're in the midst of reverse engineering it. Which is kind of the problem with sending our more technologically advanced armaments to Ukraine because if they do fall into Russian hands the ability to reverse engineer them and figure out how to you know counteract them goes up we'll see what happens Russia's warning cluster munitions to take trigger very serious consequences in Ukraine conflict. Blah, blah, blah. All right, so, again, it's first broke out. Saying that Russia is using cluster munitions. The U.S. said it was a war crime. The U.S. is now sending clustered munitions to Ukraine. Now, members of the U.S. Democratic Party decide to introduce an amendment 
to the defense law that would prohibit the transfer of cluster munitions to Ukraine and other countries. Minnesota Rep. Ilan Omar and uh, California Rep. Sarah Jacobs proposed the initiative. Which again, they came out and said that it was against the law or a war crime for Russia to use them. Why are we sending them to Ukraine? Should we be using them at all? No, probably not. Should Russia be using them? No, probably not. Are they going to keep being used? Yes. Again, world's going to shit. Should we have any part of this? No. Should this have happened? No. Should we keep sending billions and billions of dollars to help Ukraine in a meat grinder where it's a meat grinder? No. We should be finding a diplomatic way to end this. Russia's already said it. it this war ends in one of two ways. Diplomatically or nuclear warheads. Can we push for diplomatic, please? I would really like to not have to go through, you know, nuclear war anytime soon. With all that being said, though, make sure you're preparing. Make sure you're ready for all the stupid shit in the world to go wrong. Stock up food, water, shelter, self-defense, electricity, cooking, whatever you're going to need. Again, if you're interested in gold and silver, go check out Money Metal Exchange. Again, call them up. Very knowledgeable. Talk to your financial person. See if this is right for you. If you don't have a financial person, call them up. They'll give you some advice. Again, you go over to thepirateprappingcrew.com. Check out the different the blog posts we have over there. You can check out different affiliates. You can see what all we have going on. Just make sure you're preparing because, again, this is going to be if cluster munitions are being used. I would not be surprised if you start seeing tactical nukes or something stupid like that happening in Ukraine. And that's probably the worst thing for the world as we speak. Who knows? It could be different tomorrow. I don't know. I do know that I'm in the process of making up my own press pass because, you know, getting ready to go to Germany and I figure, hey, going to go on these bases. I'm going to see if I can talk to these Ukrainian soldiers and see what they have to say because, you know, I've been very, very dickish when it comes to this whole thing. So I was like, you know what? Well, got the opportunity to go over there. Like, if I run into them, I'll ask them these questions. I'll figure out what they have to say about this. Maybe me hearing it from, you know, people that have been on the front line will make me change my mind about what's going on. Who knows? I just think this war's stupid. And we need to find a diplomatic end to it sooner rather than later. Who knows? Maybe talking to some Ukrainians will change my mind. So if I am able to talk to some of them, be waiting for those videos. Or podcasts, however it is I'm able to upload it from over there, I'll upload it. With that, make sure you're preparing, make sure you're ready, make sure that you're going to be able to survive whatever happens. Again, Majority of people that are going to die in a nuclear war are going to go out to fizzle, not a bang. Which means you're going to end up probably starving to death, running out of water because supply chains are just completely shut off 
And if you don't know how to survive, you're not going to make it. My goal is for everybody to survive all the super stuff that's going on. So make sure you're preparing, make sure you're ready, learn something new, garden, whatever it is that you think that you'll need to survive, make it happen. With that, be smart, be prepared, have an amazing day. We'll see you on the next one.